Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. I want to welcome everybody to the Conga Room in Los Angeles. We're here today to discuss the new partnership between Gennady Golovkin and DAZN. Golovkin's going to spend the rest of his career fighting here on DAZN as part of a six-fight deal. In addition to fighting twice a year over the next three years, GGG Promotions will promote two cards in 2020 and two cards in 2021. Before he heads off to camp in June, uh, we're here to chat with Gennady, his trainer Abel Sanchez, and DAZN Group Executive Chairman, Mr. John Skipper. So first, Gennady, congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, I believe he's going to answer some of the, most of the questions in Russian, have it translated uh, through there. But I did want to ask you, just in general, why was this move the right move for you? I was a free agent, and so I thought that Dazon gave the best platform, best opportunities to extend my own ideas, and I also think that Dazon will be the best home for all boxers in the future. So you made this decision just in the past couple of weeks. I think a lot of people wondered why it took so long for you to make a decision. Why was that? Well, 
Well, it's not a secret. I had some other offers from other companies, but right now I have a best partner. We have a great partnership, and which will let me to promote my own uh, Triple G promotion and myself as a fighter. So as I mentioned, Gennady, this is a six-fight deal with the zone. Do you plan to fight six times and then retire, or do you think your career could continue after those six fights? Смогу провести все шесть боев, и, конечно, в данный момент я опять же могу повторить, что я чувствую себя здорово, и хотелось бы быть, то есть при такой компании хотелось бы быть именно при боксе, но после шести боев это то есть первый шаг на тот, который мы пошли, то есть после шести боев мы будем рассматривать и дальнейшее, конечно. Well, first of all, I hope I can do uh, six fights. Yes, I, uh, I feel great right now, but again, you know, I hope I do six fights. After the six fight, we'll see what else can we do. But uh, first, I have to do six fights. That's the most important thing. John, why don't I turn to you here? Uh, you've made some high-profile signings over the last six months. Why was bringing Gennady over to DAZN important to you? First of all, I'm going to stipulate I'm going to speak in Southern English. <laughs> And, and if anybody doesn't understand, Chris will, will translate for me, if you don't understand it. Um, so we have the clear agenda at the zone to bring fans the best fights and to bring fans the best fights for an affordable subscription price. We're not going to be able to bring fans the best fights without Gennady Golovkin. And so he was a key element of our plan to be what he just said we we're going to be, which is the premier destination for fight fans. And um, so there's very little question in my mind that this is a signing we needed to make. And uh, I'm happy to hear that Gennady expects to fight six times, and I'm happy to hear that he uh, is open to fighting more than six times if uh, he's still fighting at the same high level. But we're thrilled. This is a great, great deal for us. We're very excited. Um, Chris asked before about why this took so long. I had a chance to meet Gennady's wife, Aina. I had a chance to see his new son. This took a long time because this is a lifetime decision. This is a moment in boxing where I think things are changing. And I think what we're going to be able to do is going to bring the best fights back to fans. And Gennady wanted to be a part of that. But it was complicated, and it's, it's, it's a decision he's making about his life. Those kinds of decisions take time and consideration, and we were happy to have that time and consideration. I certainly, John, don't want to minimize what Canelo is going to have to face in Danny Jacobs in May, a very competitive fight on May 4th. But is everybody on board? with a Canelo-Golovkin third fight in the fall if things go the way they could go? I'll answer this, not in Southern English, but in artful rhetoric. And that is that our intention is to bring fans the best fights and the fights that they most want to see. A uh, third fight between Gennady and Canelo is a fight that fans want to see. This is the artful part. But we are focused right now on uh, the fight in May the 4th with uh, Canelo and Danny Jacobs. Danny Jacobs also happens to be a DAZN fighter. And we're focused on 
the fight that Gennady will have in June, which we also expect to be a uh, difficult fight because he's only interested in fighting appropriate opponents. So we're going to focus on those fights and these, then see what happens. Gennady, you've accomplished a lot in your professional career. You've been a unified middleweight champion, made a lot of title defenses. As you kind of begin a new chapter, what do you want out of the rest of your career? полностью переходит все самые интересные бои находятся я думаю на платформе дозон мы сможем сделать самые интересные бои I gained a lot of experience in my last years of my career and now uh, what I want to do I want to share this experience with boys with fighters who will be working with me on the triple G promotions and I think on uh, with Dazon we find the right platform to bring the most interesting fights which are in boxing right now but as a fighter, you once wanted to completely unify the division. Is that still a goal for you? В данный момент многие же понимают, что существует столько много политики для объединения, и не все лучшие боксеры, кто имеет даже все пояса, являются лучшими. Цель другая, цель быть лучшим в мире, а не иметь уже все пояса. То есть, имея все пояса, это не говорят о том, что ты лучший. Well, people understand right now there is a lot of politics about all these uh, uh, belts, etc. Uh, the idea is not to have all the uh, belts possible, but the idea is to be the best boxer. And sometimes those people who have belts are not the best boxers. As you mentioned, Gennady, you had other options when you were choosing what's next for you. How important was a third fight with Canelo to you when you were making this decision? Конечно, это очень важно для меня, это очень важный пункт был для меня, но в данный момент мы хотим иметь самые большие бои, мы хотим иметь самые интересные бои, мы хотим быть именно на вершине боксерского мира, то есть это неотъемлемая часть того, чего я, я хочу. Well, of course, this was a very important point for me, this fight with Canelo. But right now, what we want to do, we want to have the most important fights in boxing, you know, many different uh, important fights. That, that's what I want to do right now. Uh, you'll be 37 next month, about a month away. How are you, compare how you're feeling physically now to how you felt seven years ago when you made your debut in the U.S.? Но я не могу ответить сейчас, потому что в регулярной жизни я чувствую себя очень здорово, великолепно. Я думаю, я вернусь назад в свой тренинг кемп и на этот вопрос, скорее всего, ответит Эйбл, как я себя буду чувствовать, потому что я себя чувствую всегда великолепно. Well, I can't really answer it because I feel like I'm a normalized day-to-day -day life. I feel great, uh, but I, I soon will go to my training camp, and then probably Abel would be able to answer this question. Too. But now I feel I feel fine, fine. Let's turn to Abel then. Nobody has a better view of Gennady than you over the last seven years. 
seven years ago, close to it, he was out in Verona fighting for the first time in the United States. How different is that fighter from the one we see today? Uh, youthful and exuberant back then, now more experienced, more, uh, uh, more stealth, I guess, more, uh, he, he, he's thinking more about the things he does. But the, the great part about him is he's always been, was then and is now, very professional. Uh, he's probably 12, 13 pounds over his weight right now. So when he comes into camp, he's not abusing his body. We're working on technical things and not so much on trying to lose weight. So it's important that he doesn't age that way. So you've seen fighters and work with fighters that have aged and you've seen it noticeable. Have you seen any erosion in Gennady physically, skill-wise, in the ring? I can only gauge it by uh, what happens in the fights. Uh, and to this date, there hasn't been anybody that's dominated him in a fight or in the gym. So I would say no. Uh, I would say he's fighting at the top level and, and nobody's had, a, uh, had it over on him uh, as in some of the other fighters that have fought later in, in later years. So uh, I imagine there is, but uh, until somebody proves it to me in the ring, I have to say no. Let me ask you, John, DAZN has already shaken up the landscape with some of these signings and the things that are happening. Uh, but when you talk to a lot of boxing people, some of the things they'll say, well, they can't keep spending this money. DAZN will be out of boxing in a few years. It's got a shelf life. How would you respond to that? I, I would respond by suggesting it's wrong. I mean, we're committed to this. We are uh, well capitalized. Uh, we're going to see the results. We already saw the results from the December fight, which we only had a couple of weeks, the uh, Canelo Fielding fight, to promote. Did very well for us. Uh, and if we can follow that up with the fights, which we're going to have in May and June and later this fall, uh, we have a very viable financial proposition. So uh, they're simply wrong. Okay, so I know you're not going to reveal any kind of numbers sitting here with us, but let me put the question this way. On a scale of one to 10, when it comes to the number of subscribers you have, one, you're miserable about what that number is. Mm -hmm. 10 being you're ecstatic about what that number is. Uh -huh. Where would you be? Where will I be? I'll be at a 10. I don't know when exactly, but I will be at a 10. <laughs> <laughs> but right now. Uh, right now, um, we have had, um, we've had good success and we've had one landmark event and that is the Canelo fight. I expect to have four or five landmark events the rest of this year and to move from my current, you know, three or four, which means I'm satisfied that we're where we need to be towards knowing that we're going to be able to accomplish what we need to accomplish in the long run. And that's when I'll be at a 10, when I know that we can do what we need to do. I can't let you off the hook without asking one non-Gennady question. Talk of Deontay Wilder coming over to zone potentially to fight Anthony Joshua. How would you characterize those negotiations? Uh, I, I would not characterize them at all uh, or even, um, or, or even uh, confirm them. Uh, as, as, we've had as we have discussions with people until we have something to announce, I personally never uh, have any comment on them uh, until we have something to announce. So uh, I don't have anything to announce, so I have no comment. That's not very Other fun. than... We are interested in continuing to, you heard me say, we want to put the best fights on, um, on the zone. You heard me say we want to put the fights on that people want to see. Uh, it's pretty clear that one fight people want to see is Anthony Joshua fight Deontay Wilder. That's all the comment I have on that.
We'll take some questions now from some of the media in the audience. Uh, if you could identify yourself, name, and affiliation over there. Bernardo. Bernardo Suna, ESPN. Gennady. Uh, you have uh, the unique experience of having been in the ring in very close fights with both Daniel Jacobs and Saul Alvarez on two occasions. Who do you think wins on May the 4th? And break that down for us. Честно говоря, я не думаю о том, кто из них победит, потому что они действительно являются оба хорошими спортсменами, и они сейчас на этом уровне, где они дерутся. То есть каждый из них достоин оказаться на этом уровне. Это драться тяжело предсказать. То есть я не берусь за это. Well, I, first of all, I don't think who is going to win. Uh, I think they both are very high-level fighters, and they deserve to be uh, fighting this fight. So it's, it's very difficult to predict, you know. So I, I'm not going to make any predictions. Take another question right here in the front. Hi, Gennady. Cynthia Conti for Ring TV. Two questions. As part of your six-fight deal, do you plan on moving up in weight to super middleweight as part of the deal? Вы знаете, я пришел на Дозон с теми возможностями, что буду иметь возможность отбоксировать с лучшими боксерами, то есть самыми интересными бои получать. Если у нас будут интересные бои в других категориях, мы будем участвовать и в других категориях. Yeah, well, I came to Dazon with the intention to uh, have most interesting fights available. So if the uh, most interesting fights will be in other weight categories, we will take those uh, other fights as well. And also your tune-up fight you said in June, is there a name that you possibly want or are you looking for world-class elite fighters off the get-go? Я не знаю, мы сейчас не находимся не в полном составе, то есть по ряду причин, о которых вы, вы наверное, знаете. То есть мы соберемся, я думаю, на этой неделе все вместе и то есть будем, мы открыты для всех, мы хотим услышать, кто действительно хочет боксировать. И сделаем уже, я думаю, в, эти, в это короткое время мы определимся со своим соперником. Well, uh, I cannot uh, really uh, fully answer this question because, as you probably see, we don't have all members of our team here. Uh, but this week we'll get together with all members of our team and we'll look at all the possible opponents, all the options, and we'll let you know. Abel, let me just follow up quickly on Cynthia's question about the weight. Uh, how comfortable would you be with Gennady fighting a Callum Smith or maybe a Dimitri Bivol at 168 pounds? Uh, we've, we've discussed that before, but uh, until... Uh until Tom and Gennady and I get together and sit down and discuss opponents, it's really premature to say, but uh, we, would ha we would have no problem fighting one of those guys, uh, especially Callum, who, uh, who just won that WBSS tournament. That would be a great fight. Steve, second row. Yeah. Hey, guys. Steve Kim, ESPN.com. Gennady, uh, one question for you, one for Abel. Gennady, what was learned in your view in the rematch with Canelo Alvarez as you expect to face him in the fall? Тяжело сказать, что, чего мы научился. То есть, конечно, у нас был большой опыт с этих боев. То есть много пунктов, которые показал, как не следовало проводить следующий, то есть третий наш бой. Но мы сделаем все возможное, чтобы третий бой был действительно еще намного интереснее и более конкурентнее. 
it's hard, it's hard to say what we learn. But we learn uh, many things uh, uh, which we can, uh, sh we should avoid in our third fight. So we, we learn about many things what we can uh, we can use in the third fight will make it more interesting and more spectacular than the first two fights. All right, Abel. Question for you. We've talked about this in the past. By the time Gennady gets into the ring, he will be 37. In your view, does he really have six fights left in the gas tank? Yeah. I think he does, but uh, again, until somebody dominates him, not only in, in, in the gym, but in a fight, then we can say that uh, he's deteriorating. But uh, to this date, nobody's dominated him. Nobody, uh, let's just, for instance, when Koro fought uh, uh, the, his last fight, he, he was dominated uh, thoroughly. Until somebody does that to Gennady, it's hard for me to say he's getting old. It's hard for anybody to say he's getting old. Next question right here. Hola a todos, Ernesto Amador de No Puedes Jugar Boxeo. Eh, voy a pedirle a Abel, eh, porque esta pregunta la manda mucha gente mexicana. Ahora que Jaime Munguía está en The Zone, ¿existe una posibilidad real de que se dé ese combate? Porque se habló mucho, recordarás, eh, hace un tiempo que iban a pelear. Te, te suplico para ti, para Golovkin, y si me ayudas. La pregunta es, G, es de México, ahora Jaime Munguía está en The Zone, desde que el combate fue hablado antes, ¿es una posibilidad para el combate? Uh, sí, sí es posibilidad, pero primero tenemos que hacer la de, la de junio. Uh, puede ser algo que puede pasar al fin del año si, si Canelo no está listo, pero uh, ya porque están con The Zone, ya se pueden hacer las peleas mejores para, la, para el público. G4G, so you are willing to fight against Munguia. I know you're a warrior, but there is a lot of noise about this fight. Mexicans want to see you fight against Jaime Munguia. Конечно, я хочу. Я хочу боксировать с лучшими. То есть я хочу боксировать с лучшими. Я никогда не отклонялся от всех боев. Я всегда говорил, я открыт для всех. Конечно, если это мы его и рассматриваем, если он будет действительно интересно, это предложение будет интересно для не только для мексиканской публики, но и для всего боксерского мира. Конечно, он состоится. Of course, I like to fight. Uh, I, I like to fight him. I always like to fight good boxers, and it's not uh, just because of uh, his Mexican fighter. But, uh, it will be interesting for all, all, all fans, you know, throughout the world. So it will be a good fight. You know, if it will be a good proposal, yes, of course, I'd like to fight him. Well, I think that's going to wrap things up here for us on stage. There'll be one-on-ones available right here uh, on the stage as soon as we're done. Uh, John, anything you want to add as we're finishing up? No, I don't think so, other than how thrilled we are to have Gennady as a partner uh, with the zone. So thank you, Gennady. We're thrilled you're here. Да, я тоже, я, наверное, пару слов скажу. Я очень благодарен, что у нас все-таки состоялась эта сделка. Являемся на самом деле сейчас партнерами. И у нас, я уверен, будет большая возможность показать замечательные бои именно на Дозоне, что я призываю всех подписчиков подписываться, потому что Дозон в данный момент это будет дом для всех боксеров, и вы здесь увидите самые интересные бои. I just want to add a few words. I'm very happy that we have this great uh, agreement with the Zone. Uh, we have a good partnership, and I want to call on all of you to subscribe to the Zone because the Zone will be a new uh, home for boxing and a new, new home for all boxing fans. I'm pretty sure everybody here can expense it. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you, Gennady, and uh, good luck on this new deal beginning in June. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global.
Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.